0: If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BADLANDSRanch.com/slash MC901 today. Shannon Gilbert called 911 on May 1st, 2010, reporting that someone was after her, that they were trying to kill her. She went missing soon after the call and police wouldn't announce they found her body until December of the next year. A lot of people believe this to be a homicide, likely associated with what's referred to as the Long Island serial killer, the Gilgo Beach Killer and the Craigslist Ripper. Police believe her death to be an accident. The release of the 911 calls I will play on this episode in my opinion can both help and hurt both sides' arguments on it. Multiple calls will be played on this episode of Music City 911. Hey, y'all, and welcome back, everyone. Hope y'all are well. Before I get into the calls and details surrounding them, I want to point out a few things. As many of you know, I'm not your typical true crime fan. By that, I mean, with my job, I deal with true crime every single day. Past my work, I don't really follow cases. I don't look deep into them before a few months ago when talks of these calls being released I hadn't even heard of the Long Island serial killer for the show I will generally look for 911 calls released by various police departments I'll build the episodes off the 911 calls themselves most other shows will dig deep into whatever case they're wanting to feature and that's fine that's not really what I do though I'm not a full on researcher I'm not an investigator, and I'm no detective. I'm a 911 dispatcher. My point in saying that is, I won't be doing a deep dive into this case. My primary goal for this episode will be to play the calls and give my opinion about what was happening during the calls, just as if I was on the phone with the callers themselves. Some details will be given, just like every episode. But my focus is gonna be on the calls themselves. If you want a huge, deep back history on the case overall, a full rundown of all the events that happened over the course of several years with this killer, known as the Long Island serial killer, this won't be the show for you. What I'm hoping is that with the release and analysis of these calls, maybe some pieces can be put together with some other parts of the case with all that being said let's get on with the calls a slight preface before we actually get into the calls the first one this is from Shannon Gilbert herself it is a long call it's over 20 minutes long I'm going to play it in its entirety I've done some doctoring to it to try to make it more audible but even with that, it's still kind of hard to understand what's going on.
1: Oh, nine. How can I assist you? Hello? Hello? Hello, you dialed into the 911 system. How can I assist you? Hello? Yeah. Do you need the police?
2: Yeah.
1: Where? Uh, Where? I
2: Who's there with you? Um. Hello? Uh.
1: What's going on? Oh, there's somebody asking.
2: What? Somebody asking me.
1: Somebody is harassing you?
2: Asked me. Who?
1: Can you trace I am? Let me talk to him. Can you trace I am? Let me talk to him.
2: I'm the Jones Beach.
1: You're at Jones Beach?
2: Jones.
1: All right, let me connect you to state police. Stay on the line. Hi. you got to talk louder to them. Why? Why? State Police, Trooper Fry.
2: State Police. Yeah, there's somebody after me. I'm sorry? There's somebody after me. Where are you? There's somebody after me. Okay, where are you? There's somebody after me. Where are you, ma'am? I don't know. You're driving right now?
1: No, I'm inside
2: the house. I'm sorry? I'm inside the house. What house? I don't know. Can you trace where I am? I'm sorry? Can you trace where I am? No, I can't. What's your callback number you're calling from? Huh? What phone number are you calling from? What is after me. Please. Are you in Suffolk County or Nassau County?
1: Um, I'm in Long
2: Island. Where on Long Island are you? No. 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 No, stop, no. Where in Long Island are you, in Suffolk County, Nassau County? Huh? Oh, huh Why? Why are you calling me by my name? Why? Kenny, you on the line? Stop! Please stop it, please! Please
1: stop! Please, you should have dropped no, time to go please 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 go that way please come on, let's go, come on, we outside, come on, come on, all of us, come on, outside, come on no, please come on please, come on, please, come on why? Why?
2: County are you online? Oh yeah,
1: Why? Please. Why?
2: Why are you guys doing this to me? Doing what? Doing this. What county are you in, ma'am? Doing this. Why are you calling me by my name?
1: Please. 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 No, please. No. Please. No, stop it, please. Stop it, please. Please stop it. Please stop it. Stop no. right, right, it. We please. 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 Please stop it. no, We fix it. We fix it. We stop it. Please.
2: Please, stop it! Please, Why? what are you gonna do to me? What are you gonna do to me? Stop it! Get out of here! I you talking about? What are you talking about? What you What are you talking about? What are
1: you you are you are Okay? Please, please. are you? Are you are, oh, yeah. My host.
2: Hi. What's the matter? Are you okay? What, clothes, it it, it <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do to me? Huh? i Why? Huh? Well, I don't know. it was oh, mo- no, no, canceled to me. Are you going to call me? Well, to, I think it's just county place, it's Here's Here's a county Why are you making Is Come on, are You freaking come on. I'm in the middle of nowhere? Let's go back to, let's go back to Manhattan, all right? We're in Long Island. We're out near
1: the water. Oh, okay. Please, stop. It's needed, Mike. No, stop it, please.
2: Please take my control up to guys. Yeah, I'm near the water. And you saying, let's go. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Why? Mike, can you close that? Why? Why?
1: Why? Why? Why, Mike? why am fine. Why? am uh-huh. I'm never going to fine. I'm I never, do. I never did. Right, please. Right, please. please.
2: you think source coming from? I tell you. You're in a
1: house.
2: You he need help. Him, you're like, you know,
1: I'm gonna find my own way home. She's
2: she's in the house with the female. And the female was the initial caller. So this is all set up. Can you, can you
1: set everything up. Okay. I waited for you. So you gonna find your way home, darling? Like, what? Yeah. You know that i She's gonna say that.
2: Alright, have never done this before. Okay.
1: We're gonna shut up. Are you joking me, Why? I don't know. What are you doing, that? Yeah. Alright, I'll say I was lying. I was lying. Are they number Why? What
2: is the 631 number?
1: Why? Yeah. So you can try talking to him. but I think he's got the phone down. Hello? Please. Hello? Please. Hello? Please. What's, what's the pro- What's the matter? What happened? Hello? Wow. Please get me out of here, Lake. Hello? You're being sarcastic about this. You were part of this all along. I can manage it now. I to not call her wait please. I'm begging you all. I just want to go home. Oh. well we can give them 573 9308 hey, is that us? What's going
2: yeah. on? I think so. What? Yeah. yeah. Extension instrument. You're acting like that. That's the number it came in. Why are you sitting there looking about the top, son?
1: Something's going to happen to me. There's nobody
2: outside.
1: Yeah, you could call it. But we're not going to know where it is. The little. County should call it.
2: it? The Please. Every
1: time I'm coming on the motorway, there's something over. Okay, okay. Five Fine. Get out of here. What's in the phone? Oh, it does? Yeah. What? Suffolk? Yeah. It's got to be Suffolk, right? Hello? Stop it. Stop it, Mike. Hello, where are you?
2: Huh? I don't know how far I'm
1: Where are you? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Shannon Gilbert What's your name? Shannon Gilbert Where are you?
2: I'm by um I'm in Long Island And Mike
1: And what's wrong? Huh? What happened? These people are plotting to kill me. Where are you? What's your address? What's your address? My address. What's your address? Oh, Mike, Mike, stop, Mike. Yeah. Mike, stop. Mike, stop, Mike. Mike, stop. Where are you? Mike, Mike, stop it. Light, stop. Yes. What's your name, Shannon? What? Huh? What's light, your... light, stop. Stop what? I'm Where are you? What's your address? Hello? You want me to call the police? Yeah. one on and I know you're telling me your address. Where are you going to call? Tell them something. You want Mike, stop it. You guys are finding something. Mike. Where are you? Mike. We're finding them. why are we all Are you in the house? Yeah. Mike, what? stop it. What town are you in? in Long Island. Mike it where? Stop, Mike. Well, we where in Long Island? Stop it, Mike, Mike, stop it. Are you? I don't know. Hello. kill me. Where in Long Island are you? I don't know. You going to tell me? Are you in a house? Are you in a house? Yeah. Whose house is it? Hello. Who is Mike? What's his last name? Mike. Mike, what? How old are you? What's his last name? What's his last name? His okay. last name. Shannon. Shannon. Shannon? Shannon, yeah. What town what town are you in? hello she's going to kill me one of the, one of the guys said let's go back
2: Where are you? I said this number
1: the does Doesn't I I is one of our I think. Because- oh, did you call that one? Yeah, I did You're Are you Don't keep what are, you doing? What are you going? Wait a minute. Where Something like Dope G O P E R T. what it sounded
0: like. Even with as hard as that call was to hear, I think a lot can be extracted from it. My immediate thought on this the first couple times I was listening to it was that Shannon sounded incoherent. Most times, actually. In my time dispatching, I have heard a lot of people that were under the influence of drugs and or alcohol. I can't say with certainty that she was drunk or high on something, but she sounded like she was. Not just because of her tone or necessarily what she was saying, but how she was saying a lot of it. She kept repeating herself, almost like she forgot she was on the phone at times. The dispatcher was asking her questions. And she would just repeat what she had already said. She would say, Someone's after me. Someone's trying to kill me. When she was talking with the two men early in the call, she kept asking them why, over and over again. To give a bit of backstory on this, from all accounts, this was very late at night or early in the morning, depending on how you look at it. The call was placed just after 4 a.m. Shannon, she was an escort and she was at a man's house, Joseph Brewer. The other man was Michael Pack, her driver. That discussion, it was very hard to understand, but the bit you can hear, if you listen closely, it sounds as if Joseph is trying to get her to leave the house, and Michael is also trying to help get her out. She kept moving around in the story that she had, kept asking why they wanted her to leave over and over again I can't say that she was intoxicated but if you've been around anyone who has had way too much to drink getting them to do the simplest task like leaving the house is often met with repeated questions and no matter the explanation it isn't something that is understood and the questions just continue moving past that in the call she finally does leave the house You can tell she's outside from the birds chirping in the background. At this point, it sounds like she starts running. You can hear a lot of motion, like her legs are moving at a rapid pace, and she starts breathing hard. She screams at one point. I'm not exactly sure what happened there. You could hear her stop and knock on the door. I'm guessing no one answered. As I said, very early in the morning. Then the running starts again. Another knock. Both of those sounded like standard wooden doors that she was knocking on. Then she goes a bit further down and knocks on what sounds like an exterior sliding glass door. That's when another male voice is heard. That of Gus Coletti. He offers help and after asking what's wrong, she runs off again. Soon after that, her phone call disconnects this was back in 2010. Keep that in mind. She couldn't give a good location. She didn't know where she was. And back then, not every dispatch agency had adopted what we call phase two wireless. This is a GPS feature that helps locate where a cell phone is. Even though this technology came about in 2001, dispatch agencies were slowly adopting it, some taking years to do so. And even with that, if they did have the technology for that, if she had an older phone or a non-compatible phone, they still wouldn't have been able to get a good location on her. The last man heard talking to her after Shannon left, anyway, he also called nine one one. Okay, Suffolk Police,
1: eight seven three. What's the location of emergency? Yes, this uh, I live at Oak Beach in the association. There's a young girl, about 14 years old, running around here, screaming, and there's some guy trying to follow her. What's the address, Dale? I'm at 17 the fairway. All right. you have a description of the girl or the boy? Pardon me? Do you have a description of the girl or the boy? The girl was about 14 years old, got blonde hair, very small. The boy, I can't tell. He was into, like, a, a,
2: a suburban. What color? Uh... Black. Did you happen to get a plate number or anything? No, I didn't. Okay, telephone number you're calling from? Fourth.
1: Are they still on the fairway? Uh, they just went past the gatehouse where the entrance is. And what's the name of the complex? It's Oak Beach Association. Okay. Okay. Outed by Robert Moses. right, we got somebody over there. I'll be watching. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: So he was calling to try and get Shannon some help. He gave a description of her, which he was quite a bit off on her age, saying she looked like she was around 14 when she was actually 23 years old. The pictures I've seen of her, she was a very attractive and young looking woman. It could have been easy to mistake her age. He also said that a man was following her and that's suburban. That was her driver. After her phone disconnected, she continued down the same road and knocked on another door. The resident from that location also called.
1: Suffolk Police, 875. What is the location of your emergency? Uh, 40-43 The Bayou. Some woman is knocking at my door. What town are you in? Oak Beach Association. What's the nearest corner street now? Uh, Ocean Parkway. She says she's in danger. Do you know her or no? No, I don't. I'm not letting her in. She's banging on your door now? Yes. Did she say what kind of danger? No. Oh. Okay. And we live in a gated community. What's your name, ma'am? Uh, Barbara Brennan. And what's there a name to that community? Uh, Oak Beach Association. Oak Beach Association. And I have an elderly mother here. All right, I'll get somebody right over there, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome.
0: Police did get to that location and started searching. A few factors hindered their search though. Time of day is likely one of them. Multiple witnesses did help, like the two callers. They gave a direction as to where she went, but somehow she managed to slip past everyone. So how did this happen? Going from where she was finally located over a year later, it's likely she ran into a marshy area that was located adjacent to this community. The grass or reeds are very large. Police say those reeds can grow up to 12 feet tall. They're also thickly packed in there. It's hard to move through if you're able to go through at all. And because of the time and how thick the grass was, she could have easily got lost in there. Police say she followed a trench that was in the middle of the marshland. They knew this because they found personal items belonging to Shannon there along the trench. She was found just north of the trench, less than 200 feet from a highway. How does this tie in with everything else? How does it negatively or positively affect the case the police presented? And how does it relate to the serial killer? Initially, Shannon wasn't found. While out looking for her later on, police started finding other bodies. After a search for her alive was cut off, police used a cadaver dog trying to locate her. The dog was initially used in the neighborhood that she was last seen in, but they didn't find her there. They later expanded their search up north of that location just off of Ocean Parkway. When doing that, they found a body. It wasn't Shannon's they started searching further for anything related to the body they had just found and ended up finding three more bodies. Then later, they found more. With the state of decomposition of some of the victims, it was hard to link them all together, but 16 people, including Shannon, were found in the same area, but at different locations and different times. All close together, though. The link I was talking about it was hard to link some of the bodies directly to a single killer, though most believe they are related. So let's get back to the police into this. They believe Shannon's death was an accident. Her official cause of death is listed as unknown, but with all that happened in the calls, it seems they believe she got lost in the marsh and either had some sort of a traumatic accident and or drowned. The family hired an independent agency to do an autopsy, And they listed the death as a possible homicide due to strangulation. I say possible because there's no real way to say with absolute certainty. So it was just a possibility. Back on the call, especially from her, how would that help the police case? Well, as I said before, she seemed incoherent at times. Possibly like she had been drinking or on drugs or both. Very good possibility with all these pieces of evidence that with what they had on the call that she had just got lost and drowned in the marsh. But how does it hurt the case? First off, she did say someone was after her. That someone was trying to kill her. She could have been paranoid or hallucinating. Very possible. It's also possible that someone was trying to kill her. Police questioned both Michael and Joseph, and both were cleared of any wrongdoing. They don't believe that anyone else was following her. But something made her think that she was being followed. Something made her think about being killed. And then, she ends up dead. Likely soon after that call to 911. That's a hard coincidence to pass up. Past that, and not trying to start any sort of conspiracy here, but it did take police over 12 years to release the recording from her. Why? If they easily crossed off the only two close possible suspects that morning, and later decided it was an accidental drowning or whatever, why not release the calls right then and there? I can see on an ongoing investigation why you would want to hang on to a call, but if they already ruled it themselves... Why would they hold on to it then? How does it tie in with the serial killer? Mainly the proximity of the other bodies found. While not stacked right next to each other, they were all found in relative close proximity of each other. So, just really a few hundred feet apart. Again, coincidence possible. But that's some real dumb luck there. Plus the fact that there is still a possibility of her being strangled. There are a few details to that that can be taken a few different ways, but mainly the way the potential homicide would have occurred. As I said, the injuries, they were consistent with being strangled. The independent autopsy found that the hyoid bone, which is a U-shaped bone, and the neck that helps supports the tongue was broken. This can happen during strangulation. But that can't be absolutely positive that that was the actual cause of death. That could have happened earlier. She was an escort and possibly could have gotten involved in some sort of a rough sex type thing involving strangulation. No way of really telling that. So what's going to happen with this case? It's hard to tell. But police are still releasing some information with it. And as I said... If you want more on this, I would highly suggest looking for a more in-depth investigative podcast or a TV show about this killer. Where do I stand on the 911 calls? Well, I can't really say what I think. My opinion is that it could easily go either way. Could have been a very unfortunate accident. But also could have been a homicide. I hope we can find out someday. But until then... We're just going to have to wait. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you like what you've heard so far, be sure to share the show with friends. Jump on my various social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and follow the show. I also suggest anyone who wants a bit more talk on the episodes, and more past that, jump on the Facebook discussion group. Just search Music City 911 Discussion, and you should find it. If you'd like some nice looking Music City 911 gear, head on over to teespring.com slash MC911 and pick up some items. Feel free to subscribe on Patreon for ad-free episodes, and if you're in the Middle Tennessee area or just feel like a drive, in just a couple days, I'll be part of the first live show of the STP or Spread the Positive Podcast Network Spotlight Series. I'm going to be a guest along with other local area podcasts, talking about our shows and meeting with people before and after. It's going to be held at the Cedar Glade Brewery Tuesday, May 17th, starting at 6 p.m. here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's at a brewery, so some good cold beer and food will be available. Stop by and have a chat with me. And I won't turn away a beer if someone's wanting to buy me one and slide it down my way. Hope to see some of you there. From Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.